Welcome to Witham Sounding Board, a podcast sharing powerful business tips, insights, and trends for those seeking to become a rock star in their industry. Welcome to this special edition of our Auto Dealership Services Group podcast. I am Jim Burke, Managing Director of Advisory Services here at Witham. Uh, joining me today, we have a great panelist uh, talking about some of the hottest issues affecting auto dealers today. Uh, my partner, Stuart McCallum, heads up our auto uh, services uh, niche. Uh, then I have two individuals. I have uh, Rick Mastock and Michael Deschile from uh, Autotrieve. And uh, you also may know them from uh, INeedAFile.com. Uh, they handle service, they servicing dealerships throughout the entire country. So you may be familiar with them. If you're not, you definitely will uh, by the end of our podcast today. Our topic today is cloud computing. Uh, we see the whole world migrating to the cloud from legacy systems to web-based systems. Uh, and again, it's really resonating throughout this profession. Uh, so uh, we want to really deep dive on the importance of this, where dealerships are, some of the things that are driving it, and some of the concerns that are out there today. So Stuart, why don't you talk a little bit about what you're seeing on this whole cloud migration uh, in the dealership area? We are seeing dealerships finally catching up with cloud computing, which may have been a common uh, phrase or mainstay now for many years in certain industries. Dealers are really just now catching on to not keeping hard copies or not keeping a server room somewhere in the dealership where they store all the files. But I think there's still a fundamental misunderstanding of what it means to have something stored in the cloud and how it relates to storage of sensitive information. And I think that's where uh, we'd like to steer that conversation today is the the storage and safekeeping of sensitive customer information. We see all the time and all too often these days ransomware attacks. Uh, I see them, I don't say all the time in dealers, but when we're out doing our consulting work, if I see on a balance sheet or on a trial balance that there's been a cryptocurrency or Bitcoin used at a car dealership, 99% of the times it's because they were hit by ransomware. So we do see customer sensitive information being taken control of all the time. And that's where companies like Autotrieve and iGetafile are providing tremendous value in the space by allowing off-site storage that is compliant with regulations. Uh, Rick, Michael, you know, what have you guys seen you know, with this migration to the cloud with respect to some of the clients that you have? What have been, what have been some of the questions, I guess, that you've gotten? Well, I think the most common question we have is our information safe when we store it on your servers. Um, using the term the cloud is a general term that you're using the internet to retrieve and pass information to and fro. Um, so many firms, you know, many folks itself are somewhat, you know, uh, leery of the word cloud, of the concept of, you know, things being vulnerable in the cloud. However, when you use a software as a service company like ours, that is SOC 1 and SOC 2 tested, what happens is it's actually a private cloud. It's a point to point that they'll hit directly to our servers. Uh, most people feel that, which is true, uh, many cloud systems are in multiple servers throughout the world that then merge to form one application. So what we have to always assure our customers is at Autotrieve, we manage our own data centers. 
We back up the work right at the data center. We also manage our own disaster recovery site. So everything that passes is what's called HTTPS. It's encrypted. So as one of our customers from a dealership goes to retrieve a repair order or a deal jacket, that transmission is actually right from our server to whatever they're using to retrieve by. It's password sensitive and it's encrypted. So as you're saying, uh, when somebody hears cloud, they know it's the way of the world. They know it's the future, what's happening. However, it could be a little frightening at some point. Jim, what is, and you may have greater visibility to this because of your own consulting on SOC compliance, what are the penalties now for uh, non-compliance for uh, safekeeping of personal information? I think it's pretty steep, isn't it? Well, sure. Oh, absolutely. Here's the, big, here's the biggest problem. As a dealership, you know, your customers are entrusting you with their private and confidential data. They're assuming that you are exercising best practices around security, redundancy, privacy of that data. The last thing you want to do is get that word out on the street that your dealership has been hacked, there's been a malware issue, or that that, that data has been somewhat compromised. So, right. you know, you, you heard you heard Rick talk for a second about about SOC 1, SOC 2, you know, what is what is SOC? System and Organization Controls Reports. Okay, all it is, all that is, is it's a report issued by a CPA firm that basically says you're exercising best practices in this area. And for example, under a SOC 2, it's all about something called the trust service, the trust services principles. And it's it makes sure that is the global standard wherever you may be on security and privacy. So it helps to ensure that you're exercising best practices. I mean, I'll tell you, Stuart, if I'm on the stand someday and someone is questioning me about, uh, you know, am I, am, am I doing what I can around security and privacy in my dealership? And I, if I say, yes, I've engaged the firm, they've issued a SOC 2 report, uh, you know, I've done what I needed to do to ensure that. And not only that, it is very, very, very important. Don't be afraid of the cloud. You're migrating to the cloud. The whole world is going to the cloud. Make sure you choose uh, vendors, make sure you choose partners in the cloud that mention SOC 1, mention SOC 2. It is extremely important. Today, I will tell you, I wouldn't deal with a vendor that talks about a cloud solution that is not familiar with SOC 2, SOC 1. That to me, that gives me a comfort level that that, uh, that vendor understands security, understands privacy. And uh, again, Think about it. If your dealership is subject to a hack, that that data gets into the wrong hands. Think about what that does from a reputation perspective. Do you mm -hmm. really think anyone is going to give you the private and confidential data in your dealership if they know that, that your dealership has been subject to a breach or a hack? So deal with reputable companies and understand the meaning of SOC 1, SOC 2, SOC 3, SOC for cyber. There's all these flavors of it out there. Most importantly, I would say when it comes to data in the cloud, SaaS providers, it's looking at a SOC 2 report. And you know, the one thing I'd like to add is I know the cloud is not new to, to, to AutoTree, right? It's not new to you guys. Rick and Michael, you guys have been doing this long before the cloud was a thing, right? Can you talk a little bit about some of the things that you've done to uh, help dealerships bring their data that's behind their bricks and mortar to the cloud? Uh, most definitely. I mean, we, we've been doing document scanning um, for many, many years since the 90s, pre-internet, pre-cloud. Um, and then once the, the internet came out, that allowed us then to use that as our vehicle for storage through our servers. Uh, for our clients, we've done 
tremendous work in helping them with their repair orders being scanned. We give them the option where they could use our scanner at their store and scan directly into our servers in an in encrypted flow. Or we go on to a weekly pickup where we send our drivers in our vehicles, pick up their work weekly, come back, where we have teams, a set design team that scans their work. Uh, the most important thing is once we're, you know, once you're scanning, let's say repair orders, uh, outside of quality control, you have to verify the dealership has given you all the repair orders that are necessary. It's very, because, you know, repair orders, what they're doing is they're generating them, they're putting them in a box. So what we'll do is take data from their DMS system, match that with what we scan, our row number to our row number, and then give them back exception reports telling them that we have data without paper. So that gives the dealership the audit control to know that they're missing these repair orders, which may be called for audit by the OEM. And at that point, they could go backwards and say, why weren't these sent to order trade to be scanned? So the problem is dealerships that are scanning in-house directly into their DMS have taken the a first step towards a good end result with records management. And that step is that they're not retaining paper, paper gets misfiled and gets lost and it's also vulnerable. However, when they're scanning in-house into their own system, most systems do not have that verification. So a person scanning all day, they might skip a stack, they might be out sick. Um, so dealerships are spending all that effort, all those monies in scanning in-house and still paying high prices and audits. With us, we want them at a fixed rate, we scan the repair orders or the deal jackets, but we're verifying everything they have cre created in their store has been captured. And anything we did not receive, we're giving them back a printed re verification report. Excellent, excellent, Michael. So I got a I got a question for you. So sure. you get across you get across the country. You meet with a lot of dealerships. You live in this space every single day. I do. Tell me tell tell me how you respond when a dealer says, you know, I don't like this cloud. I'm afraid of the cloud. I hear I hear about these hacks and breaches and malware every other day. I mean, sure. how do you respond? How do you respond to a dealer who is afraid to go to the cloud and is happy with their data behind their bricks and mortar. Tell, tell me, how do you respond so to that? Really, if their consciousness has not already been raised, I really do ref refer to the principles of SOC 1 and SOC 2 and the, the layering that we put in place to protect them uh, and raise their awareness. And also, you know, the advantages in, in our world, you know, for either hybrid systems with public and private cloud, or in our case, private cloud. And also to raise their consciousness at the risk for them bearing this alone in-house behind their own wall without any security layering. Um, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about some of the uh, uh, some of the consequences for non-compliance or being breached. And uh, uh, you know, the the FTC uh, non-enforced uh, fine at this stage for a single breach on a per day per occurrence basis for any single element of personal data is $42,500 per day per occurrence. And that generally gets their attention, you know. Uh, uh, so, um, and that really resonates in a very, very big way. So um, they, and also too, they realizing that they're largely in the business of selling and servicing cars and, uh, you know, operating some level of back office in, in terms of their administration, they realize that they are certainly not in the document, uh, the document management workflow businesses in terms of security. So they really, um, uh, uh, it resonates the fact that we, uh, uh, best practices, 
that uh, uh, that are applied to keep them safe and secure are what we represent to them. A very very safe safe alternative. Excellent. So you know, when I think about this, I, I look at technology where technology is taking the world. Right. We need to keep up with it. Dealers need to keep advancing with respect to technology. Today, a dealership is a technology company. Technology is driving not just the vehicles they're selling, but technology is driving all of the systems that are sitting uh, at that uh, dealership's uh, fingertips, right? So we can't avoid the cloud. That's what I often think about. Yes, we hear about breaches. Yes, we hear about uh, uh, tax every single day. But you know what? That's because those companies are not exercising best practices, right? right? Dealing with reputable vendors that have SOC reports, have access to SOC reports, that are storing that data confidentially. I often tell uh, those that I come in contact with that, that have questions about the cloud, you know, this is technology. We need to embrace technology. There is plenty There is plenty of technology today that will help to protect that data and help to secure that data so that dealers uh, won't be subject to those penalties, so that they won't be exposed to the breaches, data breaches and things like that. So, again, it has to do with aligning yourself with the best individuals that really know this space in order to help to protect uh the dealership. So, Stuart, I got a question for you. So, you obviously you've been you've been in this uh the this auto dealership space for a long time. Uh, how do you react when you're helping dealers address this issue about keeping up with technology, about cloud migration, about those dealerships that that you know just this struggle with spending those additional dollars on this new way of technology? How do you help dealers uh, in the space that are dealing? Well, Tim, with this? I'll I'll go back to a comment that you had. A couple minutes ago about reputation risk and what we see a lot happen in the dealership space when it comes to consumer protection once those attorneys so let's just say there is a data breach inevitably uh, consumer attorneys civil attorneys will get involved and they're going to subpoena a bunch of records and then once they're in there once they're dug in it's really hard to get them out right but more importantly it's hard to keep them focused on what they originally came in for to begin with. So when you have a data breach, what's going to happen is attorneys are going to come in, they're going to get all your data, and they're going to have experts comb through it. And God forbid you have other issues, right? Uh, you don't have something documented correctly. You're not adhering to uh, a standard here or there. Uh, they, you may have uh, lean payoffs that aged a little bit too much, whatever the case may be. That reputation risk, while it's a real one, is really just the tip of the iceberg for once those attorneys get in there and get access to your information, uh, you could be in for a world of hurt that you would not otherwise be exposed to were it not for attorneys and their experts already digging through your files. What we have seen, uh, to answer your question, there is reluctance to spend on it. However, what we see, and this is common, I, I think too common in our industry, is that while there are threats outside of the dealership that we're pretty cognizant of, at least from a professional standpoint, we, we shouldn't be too fast to discount in-person or physical threats as well. So if I have a server room or a desktop where I'm storing a lot of files on site, it's not just hackers that I have to be worried about, right? I could mm -hmm. have a disgruntled employee that got passed over for promotion. Maybe they feel like they got stiffed on a bonus. Well, it would be nothing for them to go and back, plug in a flash drive and start downloading files. Or God forbid, they just take the whole server and walk out the back. 
And so when I when I think of cloud computing, it's not just protecting us against, I don't know, for example, Russian organized crime, but having that cloud computing also protects us from the disgruntled employee that we may have been paying $12 an hour to, but now that his malfeasance is going to cost me, I don't know, 5 million bucks. Excellent. Excellent. You know, I, I often tell those that, that talk about technology, I know it's painful to spend on technology, especially technology enhancements and upgrades and changes in systems after after companies have invested so much. But I, I will tell you to remain relevant today, I think a dealership needs to seriously consider its technology investments. I think they need to view technology instead of as a line item, as an expense, view it more as a strategic asset. Technology is changing, right? It's not about buying servers and, and hard drives and things like that. It's about migrating to the cloud. It's about aligning with those vendors that are in the cloud uh, to replace those leg legacy technology that you have. So companies like AutoTree out there in the space been doing it for a long time that understand security, privacy, SOC 1, SOC 2, and all the importance of that. So, uh, so guys, any closing comments about cloud computing before we wrap up this special edition of our Auto Dealership uh, Services Group podcast? Well, I think one of the important aspects of, of working with the cloud or the software as a service firm is just as you just said, Jim, is that we invest in all the technology, we protect the data, and we stay state-of-the-art where a dealership can worry about their main business and doesn't have to worry about the, tech, the technology to handle records management. Excellent. All right. So uh, I'd like to thank Michael and Rick from AutoTree for participating on today's podcast. Thank my partner, Stuart, uh, our auto uh, uh, niche uh, leader uh, here at Witham. So thank you all for attending the special edition of our Auto uh, Dealership Services Group podcast. I'm Jim Burke, Advisory uh, Services uh, Managing Director here at Witham. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be first in line to hear what's coming next. Don't want to wait for our next episode? Check us out at Witham.com. That's W-I-T-H-U-M.com.